a wedding pro. Welcome to the book More Weddings with Wed Hustle Pod with me, Joey. And me, Matt. We're both wedding pros and we work together in an absolutely kick-ass band. Rock on. We also have over 20 years combined experience in sales, marketing and the wedding industry. And we're here to bring our knowledge and experience to you so you can level up your wedding business today. In each episode of this pod, we're going to focus on a different element of running a successful wedding business to help you grow and succeed in this competitive industry. We aim to cut through the noise and have some fun along the way. Please remember to head to wedhustle.com for free things, free resources, downloads, guides to help you dominate in this industry. In this episode of the pod, we are going to focus on why low pricing is holding back your wedding business. Yeah, man. Low pricing in it, surely, Joey, surely if your price is low, then everyone will book you. Yeah, man. Everyone just wants the cheapest thing. And that's the whole idea. You know what? This takes me back to my first few weeks, months, or even years in the wedding industry when I used to be that guy. I tried to undercut everybody and be the cheapest option because I thought that's how I get bookings. That's how I fill the calendar. But I learned the hard way that it just hurts you in the long run. I mean, let's not hang around, man. Let's jump into tip one, because that's kind of what I'm talking about here, is the fact that if you're the cheapest, like way too cheap and super low, couples can and will question the quality of your services. That's what happened to me. Oh, damn right, man. I mean, and as well, there aren't many scenarios or situations in life where where people generally want the best, absolute best, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they don't want to cut any corners at all. Um, for many people, a wedding is the most important day of their life. It's something they've built up to. So are they really going to go for cheap? Yeah, man. It, it's, yeah. It's, you're totally right. It is a really unique industry in the fact that that is the case where people do want the best. And if, if they're comparing you up against other suppliers, let's say, you are the best videographer in your city. You know you are. You're absolutely awesome, but your price way, way lower than everyone else. A couple for them, you might think to yourself, I'm offering amazing value. I'm cheaper than everyone. I'm going to get booked. But when a couple looks at that, you know what it is? That's red flags straight away. It's like, why are they so cheap? There must be something wrong here, you know? Well, that, that's it. Everything else could be perfect. Everything else yeah. could be spot on, you know, but there's going to be, and if there's a big, big difference, they're going to ask questions. And and almost lose trust a little. Does that make sense? You know, if you if you say, "Oh, I'm that cheap just because I like being good value," yeah, really, mm. <laughs> it's like alarm bells are ringing. So people will question the quality of what you're offering if you're too cheap. Hundred yeah, um, percent. Apart from, and look at me leading on to point two straight away. People who want cheap things, that's <laughs> just. You know, you may. So what I mean by that is, you know, by by being the cheapest or having a low price, you may actually attract the wrong couple. Yeah, man, we we've both been there and there are lots of couples out there that do want to get the cheapest, whatever it might be. But ask yourself now, are those the kind of weddings that you want to do are those the kind of weddings that are going to push your business forward are those the kind of weddings that are going to allow you to run a profitable business going forward the answer most of the time is no uh, to those things so i think i think we can we don't need to say too much 
people understand what we mean. I think everybody's done one of those weddings where like the couple just wanted everything cheap and they wanted more for nothing. And, you know, and if they're like that with you, they're going to be like that with everything else. So the chances are the venue might not be that great. The chances are you probably won't get fed if that's something you ask for. The chances yeah. are, you know, you might not be that well looked after on the They'll day. They'll have cut corners left, right and centre to make yeah. sure that day has gone ahead. And you're one of many corners that they they will have cut on to get something in, in cheap. Yeah, absolutely, man. And th- those those weddings aren't enjoyable. We'll just say it up front. You know, we're not here to, here to BS. They're not fun. And there's no point in kind of putting yourself through that. And you might think if if you're just starting out, like, well, I need to be cheap. I need to get those weddings in to get experience to do the thing. But there is a line that you need to kind of like cross and get towards where you are charging what you're worth um, with that kind of thing. So I think as well, if you're just starting out, you've not got the experience of dealing with those situations. No. You know, we've, we've, we've been in those situations where something isn't right, something's not ideal. And because we've got the experience, we can handle it. If you're just starting out, you probably haven't. So by being too cheap and putting yourself in those positions you're just going to make everything really stressful um yeah. so yeah it's, it's important to be careful with that i think yeah. Wait, that, that took a bit of a down didn't it, we it took a bit, yeah it's a bit of a downer isn't it i mean you know what else is stressful though man when, you, when you're trying to run a business is trying to operate your proceedings and your services on a low budget without having much in the bank to actually look how we slid tip three in just like that we just slid that in, man. It, it does. But if, if you're running your business and like charging low every single time, how are you going to cover your costs? You need to look at the numbers. Like, okay, th- there's lots of things involved in running a wedding business, but you know, things break all of the time. You have to get to places. You have to run your website. You have to do different things. And if you're consistently just scraping by or operating at like, maybe you're operating at a loss or just reaching profit, it does not give you much headroom. Uh, to actually run the business properly does it totally and as well we, we always talk about this industry being fun mm. and people have got into this industry because it's something they love and enjoy and if all of a sudden you're watching the pennies and stressing about are you making enough money at a, at a booking to cover costs to cover your fuel to you know to do all these things you're already doing long hours unsociable hours probably late nights as well you know all these things if you're also not making much money Mm-hmm. you know man that's not a way to live you know that's, no, exactly, that's not why you've got into this industry you know what you're describing there dude that's burnout <laughs> this pod has got the best segues ever it's so slick but that's hit number four man if again i've been there low pricing you end up doing too many weddings bad weddings you're operating on low budget so you have to cut corners for your own services and it very quickly leads to burning out and We've both been there. It can be hectic. And again, we're here to save the time off so you don't have to like go through this yourself. Learn from our mistakes, learn from everyone else's mistakes. Wedding burnout is like a real thing. It can totally screw you. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to yourself because it can absolutely make you resent the industry that you're in. You don't want to be doing that. Yeah, our our big, I don't want to say big mistake because it wasn't, it was a necessity, but coming out of COVID, just sort of, we, we said yes to a lot of gigs that we wouldn't have normally said yes to um so like not it, necessarily we did explain yeah like what why why we wouldn't have said yes to them normally i mean a lot of it was distance wasn't it distance yeah so they're doing gigs maybe further afield than we normally would um gigs on the bounce sort of like three four five gigs straight after each other that are opposite ends of the country because we were in a position where we thought we need to take these gigs because well because covid 
you know, yeah. we don't need to say any more about that. But when it came down to doing those actual gigs, oh man, we were burnt out. We just got ill. We, we straight night. up got like unwell in the days after it. And it like took us way too long to recover. And it's like, we said to each other, like, this isn't sustainable. <laughs> but the same applies, doesn't it? If you're, if you're taking loads and loads of gigs or bookings at low prices, you need to do more of them to make it, to make a living. And so you're going to be in that same situation we were in for different reasons. You know, we were making decent money when we we're doing it, but it was hard work. If you're doing it and just getting by, um, yeah, you're going to burn out and be stressed and it's not going to be fun at all. Um, yeah, man. And I guess when we talk about, is this segue going to work? I guess when we talk about those better options. I have faith that it's going to work, man. Trust in the segue. Believe in the segue. Become the segue. You can when we it. talk about making good money for doing gigs, um, you know, if you're doing gigs at a low price, the chances are you're turning down better options because you're already booked. Yeah, get away with that, Joey. You you got a segue with that, hundred percent. You did it. Yeah, man, hundred percent. Well, we we found the same thing, right? So, come out of COVID, book weddings way far in advance on popular dates, ones that we could have got better, but you know, come out of a pandemic, you do what you've got to do. We had inquiries for those dates where we could have gigs closer to home, venues we knew, prices were better, et cetera, et cetera. And because of the industry that we're in. People don't buy a thing and get the thing immediately. They're booking a year, two, three years in advance. And if you're locking yourself in on a busy date for really cheap and you're looking to like grow your wedding business over time, you can guarantee you're going to get a better inquiry for that date down the line. And it's going to hurt your soul to see that inquiry come in and be like, oh God, I wish I could have taken this, but I have to do this wedding that I booked in ages ago for dirt cheap. It's a it's a killer, isn't it, man? Well, the reality is that's it's the nature of the beast. You know, that mm -hmm. is something that's always going to happen, even when your prices are where you want them to be, even when you know you are turning down gigs that are further afield or whatever it might be. There's still going to be some that come in that are a bit closer or nicer venues. You know, it's something you're always going to face. But if you look at the booking that you've already got in place and think, ah, oh, but I'm getting paid well for it, you know, or it's you know that kind of is within my terms anyway. It's what I want anyway. This one's just a little bit better. It doesn't hurt as much, you know, but when it is drastically different, um, oh, it can be a real kick in the teeth. Um, yeah, man. But 100%. hey, it is the nature of it. Um, but by ensuring that, you know, it's it's that you damage control, I guess, really, isn't it? Limited. I was about to say, yeah, it, it's closing the gap. It is like damage limitation, I suppose, that you, you're kind of being a bit smarter about, yeah. about what you're putting in. And again, with the pricing thing, like pricing too low, it can just have this domino effect and knock-on effect for such a long time and i think that's why we're talking about this is that the effects of doing this like they span over years basically if this one's booking quite far ahead it affects like every sinew of your business so it's important to to get it right i mean bef before we close out maybe we should talk just really quickly about low pricing like why people are doing it and obviously the advice is you shouldn't but how do we go about actually like raising it properly because I, I think Low pricing might come from uh, maybe a level of insecurity or fear that they're not going to. Yeah. If I price too high, is anyone going to book me? Uh -huh. You know, or like you said at the start about undercutting perhaps more experienced professionals to try and get the work. You know, the reality is you don't necessarily need to do that because those more experienced professionals will get booked. So they'll be unavailable. 
So then, you know, they need to, I don't want to say come down the line, but, you know, look for less experience. So if you're, if you're new, just hold on in there. Um, but also, like, I think people do complain about the prices of wedding supplies. Maybe not complain or they, There's they're shocked at the prices. Yeah, you know, so how much? I wasn't expecting that. And the natural reaction is, oh, I need to lower my price because this person has said that I'm expensive. Um, there's always going to be some people that say that because people don't know. Mm. But if generally people aren't complaining about your cost, maybe lift it up. Sure. Yeah. So so there, there's like a, a, a certain percentage or like a level of pushback that is actually expected, isn't it? Yeah. So like out of 100 people, if you speak to them and not one of them is saying anything about your prices or there's no pushback, that's actually a bit of a red flag. A little bit of pushback is actually good because you know yeah. you're kind of sat right pricing wise, aren't you? So. totally that's it you know it, it is part of it it is it is normal because again people don't do weddings all the time they don't know how much a band costs or how much a celebrant costs or a florist or whatever so it's going to be expected to have a little bit but if everyone's just straight away going yes i'll book you <laughs> then you, you're probably pretty cheap probably <laughs> take it up a little bit yeah man all right well let's do a recap here are the five reasons why low pricing is just killing your wedding business we talked about Number one, couples will question your quality. If you're way too cheap, that is red flags for the couple. So don't be doing that. But number two is you may attract the wrong couples. So those couples that aren't questioning the low price may not be the type of couples you want to be working with. Hell no. The other thing is, number three, it forces you to operate your business on a low budget. Don't be trying to grow a successful business on shoestrings. It's just way too much. You'll end up burning yourself out, which I just skipped to tip number four. Sorry about that, Matt. <laughs> Boom. Uh, but if you want to recap us on tip number five before we close out. <laughs> You've messed my head up there, but hey, that's cool. Yeah. And also by, you know, taking sort of, you know, by being cheap and taking bookings at a low price, you're probably going to be turning down better options, um, higher paid options or whatever, you know, but by taking everything at a low price, you are missing out on the properly paying bookings. Absolutely, man. And I guess, guys, remember, if no one's complaining about your prices, maybe you should raise them up. Holding strong, like you said, be confident, charge what you're worth. Uh, it's absolutely huge. Awesome stuff. So it's time to say the usual end of pod stuff. Please subscribe, like, etc., um, to keep in touch with us and stay up to date with all the future releases and content. Um, the link is in the description, right, Joey? Yeah, man, of course it is. You know me, I'm going to put that link in there, 100%. A link over to our site for free stuff and information to keep you up to date with what's going on. And how can people get in touch with us, Joey? Dude, we're, we're all over the interwebs. There's Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, email, Messenger. But you know what I would recommend people do? They should come into our community, our Facebook group of awesome wedding pros. There's more free stuff in there. And plus... They get to get involved with our other awesome people and also get in touch with us. If they drop a question, we'll be there. We'll see what's going on. So link again in the description, do the thing, get in touch. Uh, and if you want to work with us on your wedding business, you can do that too. Just get in touch and we'll talk you through how it works. Cool. Nice one, guys. All right. Until next time, peace and love. Bye-bye. Love you all. Bye-bye.